0: I bought my money up. Now I can't read up. Ran up in his spot. Just to get my stats up. Now I'm back on deck. So shout it. What the fuck you want? Heard me talking shit. But this ain't what the fuck.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Tears in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, it's a snack
2: size. It, it's snack size? Which we know that doesn't mean that it's a small episode. No, so it's pretty hefty. Might as well sit down for a couple hours, <laughs> clear the rest of your day. I think that's the goal with this one, though, not to hit over an hour. Okay, that's the goal. Snack size, 2020. It's getting a new year. New year. It's a big year, 2020. That's so, the rumor.
1: That's supposedly. Supposedly, that's what it's supposed to be.
2: Uh, so yeah, snack size should be under an hour. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Hopefully, we can stick to it.
1: Yeah, we're talking about freelance wrestling today, War is Inevitable, and uh, 2020, A Freelance Odyssey. Um, but first, if you're a new listener, and you want to know who Two Heels in the Face is, Chris, if I walked into a room, and I my name was Joe, okay, and I was a fan of Chicago independent wrestling, or just wrestling in general, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, Chris, you what's got a it? podcast, what's it about,
2: what would you say? I would say, here, hold my modello. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say, <laughs> I would invite your modello and say that, you know, two heels of a face. We believe wrestling's a buffet. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's there's things that I like and things that I don't like in, in wrestling. Like, like, for example, death matches. For me, like, I think I could watch that on TV sometimes. I would want to experience it. I haven't experienced one live, but okay. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that type of wrestling. Okay. Right. Uh, that's a good example. And I think one of the things that uh, you have uh, showed me is that, like, even though there's a lot of criticism out there, there's also a way to put a positive spin on it. Like, we don't have to be so negative because there's a lot of negative stuff out there already. Wow. Like, and it's easy. And I've been listening to some podcasts that talk about how it's easy to just criticize the negative versus highlighting the positive. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we've been trying to do for a while. Like, you even had this rule about... Um, you know, and, I, and I'm not a fan of rules because I like to break <laughs> rules but it's like if you have a negative thing to say follow it with two positives so, yeah that's our rule uh, yeah that's I, our rule yeah, yeah that's our rule but I mean I, I like that I like that we try to and then we you know somewhere along the way we said that we are a positive cast we are a positive
1: cast yes and
2: I don't know if that's an actual word or not but I think uh, you know it's, it's something that even you know like James from Freelance Underground or Two Jews have said it, you know, whenever they're right. tr- they're on and they want to, you know, break some rules. or <laughs> like, James is about to <laughs> yeah. to go on that rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they remind themselves that this is a positive cast. Right. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. And I think that a majority of what we talk about, if you're new to this podcast, is where we're from. And that's the Chicagoland area and the Chicagoland independent scene. Uh, because we enjoy being different, right? And uh, we like shining the light on those who don't get it shined on them that often. That's right. And uh, we believe at least a lot of what we listen to, and there's nothing wrong with this, but we, a lot of podcasts tend to talk about you're more, you're more WWE and they, AEW,
2: all those bigger promotions, which is cool. Like, you know, it's not like
1: we never talk about those, right? but that's not where a majority of our focus is. Right. And we, and there's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of banter about creative should have done this, et cetera, et cetera. And we just choose that's going left. We just choose to go right. And we choose to shine the light on other people and choose to do it in a positive way.
2: Yeah. And I think when we started this, like there wasn't a a podcast that talked about local wrestling, you know, like I know like the closest thing to talking local wrestling and they're, you know, we've, we've met them. They're cool people is the juice pro podcast. Yes. They're out in Indiana. they, They talk a lot of black label pro and now uh, they're they're expanding their horizons, and I know they're getting, you know, names like Tito Santana just was out there promoting his book. That's awesome. And they're talking to PCO. but, you know, for us, what I really enjoy is talking to these people that we see on a monthly basis. Yeah. And, you know, if we're lucky, we'll talk to them, and we'll, you know, set up in a dark room and, <laughs> and talk to Isaiah for 45 minutes, but, you know... <laughs> Other than that, like just covering the shows, making sure that you guys know what's going on and you guys feel excited to go to see that type of wrestling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, yeah, it's it's another year doing this. Um, how many years old are we? Uh, our our anniversary
2: is in like March, April, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the first episode that we recorded was on March. Okay, and, and it that, was uh, it was regarding an AAW episode.
1: Okay, and that was like around 2017, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, 2017, 2018, 19, 20. Yeah, it would be 3 years in March. 3 years in March. Cuz I okay. think I had gone back and done that. I sent an email about it cuz yeah. yeah, we we never actually knew when we started recording. We just started doing the thing.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, we just started we just started running with it and we yeah, we found a niche that we didn't that we didn't see that was being fulfilled and now here we are and we've built great relationships with people from freelance wrestling. And uh we got to
2: watch their show back on iwtv. Yeah, which you can do the same with a promo code FREELANCE for 23 days. 23 days. I still have that
1: uh, subscription, and I watched this show. And um, it took place Friday, December 13th, 2019. It was their year-end show. Yep. A lot of feuds... Not all the feuds are over, but a lot of feuds kind of came to a... To an end. To an end. A
2: lot also sprouted from that as well. Right. Um, Cool. So... Yeah. One thing that if we're introducing kind of to heels to, to new listeners and those who are, you know, constant listeners, like you know that we have Richard, Ray773.
1: Oh, yes. We're doing <laughs> the rankings first, right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. does
2: uh, power rankings regarding freelance and his power rankings are always framed uh, based on the, the last month's show.
1: Right. Who, right. Did, who did the best or who's the hottest based on solely the previous show?
2: Yeah. Right. So I think we're going to start off this episode by listening to that and then we'll bench on that and move into the card and we'll see what's next for, for freelance in the upcoming month. Cool. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go.
0: What's up, guys? Happy New Year. This is Rashard here for another edition of the Freelance Power Rankings. Today I'll be ranking the top 10 superstars from War Is inevitable inevitable ah shit. you know what I'm, I'm gonna leave that in i'm all about being raw and natural so you know what we're, we're gonna leave that in i fucked up that word but anyway <laughs> let's get to the ranking shall we coming in at number 10 are no new friends why number 10 because uh danny adams and kod they've put on a clinic against the space pirates unfortunately they came up with the loss but I hope down in the future we get to see our favorite father Danny and our favorite uncle KLD, come back and hopefully run this tag division coming in at number nine is Isaias Velasquez and his questionable tactics during this match even though he took the loss and it was a great match there were some things during that match which makes him an incredible superstar, which makes him better than all of us, (laughs) which makes him that guy. And this month he comes in at uh, number nine. Number eight on our top 10 superstars from Freelance is someone who made their debut at Freelance and someone who's making their debut on this countdown. I'm talking about The Walking Weapon josh alexander he surprised all of us i mean none of us seen that coming and i expect big things from him in freelance in the near future coming in at number seven is jesus bryce he finally put away his partner acid jazz in an incredible match a superstar that uh, i'm afraid of <laughs> but uh yeah expect Uh, Jesus Bryce to continue scaring the shit out of us with him and his following I can't wait to see what's in store for him and his crew coming in at number six is Kenny Sutra with the help from the four-star heroes Kenny was able to put away Darren Corbin and his cronies the take-it-home Wreckers hopefully they have a grudge match in the future that's something I look forward to but right now Kenny Sutra is on the rise Speaking of on the rise, coming in at number five is everyone's favorite android, Project Pat Monix. He gave literally his blood, sweat, and tears in this no-holds-barred match against Isaiah Velasquez. And he came out on top, something that could be easily marked down as a top contender for match of the year last year. I'm predicting that we will see Pat Monix with some freelance gold around his waist this year. Only time will tell. Coming in at number four is everyone's favorite unicorn, sorry Martin, Lanny Luck. With a huge win in the one of the biggest scramble matches of the year, Lenny Luck was able to pin the current freelance underground champion, GPA, and pick up a huge win, a huge win that will pay off in this year, hopefully. Coming me get at number three are the Freelance Tag Team Champions, the Space Pirates. As I stated earlier, that was one of the best tag matches. You know, I find myself saying that every month. Like, let's just say that the tag division of Freelance is an incredible one, led by some incredible champions, the Space Pirates. We're just, we're just going to leave it at that, because every month I find myself saying <laughs> that the tag match was one of the best tag matches in Freelance. We're just, we're just going to say... Freelance has the best tag division in wrestling right now. Coming in at number two is a new champion. A champion that none of us seen coming, actually. Who I'm talking about is our freelance legacy champion, Effie. Why? Because everyone expected uh, Isaac, not Isaiah, not Isaiah's. We're leaving this all in this, this is going to be natural Everyone expected ICandy Candy Elliot To hold on to his title Into the year 2020 But Effie had other plans uh, Elliot says that he broke Effie's heart But Effie could say that he broke Elliot's streak And we have a new champion Speaking of new champions Coming in at number one is our new Next two time freelance world champion, Kylie Ray. She finally did it thanks to uh, Andy Long doing the right thing this time and not screwing us over. We have ourselves a new champion, another two time champion, and someone we love dearly, Kylie Ray. So, to recap number 10, No New Friends, number 9, Isaiah Velasquez, number 8, Josh Alexander. Number seven, Jesus Bryce. Number six, Kenny Sutra. Number five, Pat Monix. Number four, Lenny Luck. Number three, Space Pirates. Number two, Effie. And number one, Kylie Ray. This has been your power rankings for War is Inevitable. I hate that word. Uh, my name is Richard and I'll catch you guys next month. All right, we're back.
2: What do you think about those power rankings?
1: I thought they were accurate, actually. This is probably one of my favorite lists from Richard ever. Um, yeah, just like starting from the top and going down. Isaiah's.
0: Mm, no, I think nine?
1: no, I think they're pretty accurate. Like in terms of like match importance. Yeah. Um, I think you got most of your winners in here.
2: The only thing is, I think Joshua Alexander, him being yeah. a surprise. And his first time there should have been at ten maybe, okay. Just because it's his first time there, but I think it was it was a shocker. So I can't blame him. From you know, I mean, he wasn't too high up in the card in the yeah. in the rankings. He's number eight. He got bumped up for shocker um, points, shock value. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think we talked about it briefly on the uh, end of the year uh, episode with Hank and uh, Nerd. Richard was there and Kike. Where Josh Alexander he made the jump and it could be it could mean big things for twenty twenty.
1: Right. I kinda like how it was like main champ one, secondary champ two, tech champs three. Laney mm-hmm. look I think has a lot of momentum for it just seems like the top five seem very accurate. Right. Monix.
2: Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I I agree. I yeah, agree. So
1: I, this is one of the I agree with this
2: list. And uh, he mentioned possibilities of grudge matches, and uh, we'll definitely be talking about those in a minute. In a hot I mean, minute. But let's get to the card of what happened at War is Inevitable. What's our runtime right now? We're supposed to stay under an hour, right? Yes. Uh, we're approximately like six minutes. No, I don't know, because of the rankings and our intro. That's probably like 12 minutes. So Okay. Here uh, we go.
1: Yeah, let's... Yeah, I think where we can make up a lot of time but also give good insight to yeah. the listener is let's just pick out a few bullet points for each match. For sure. Um, so the opener was a yeah. six
2: man scramble, six person scramble. Yes. Laney Luck versus AJ Gray versus Atticus Colgar versus Gregory Iron versus Trip Cassidy versus GPA. Yeah. Uh, favorite part oh. about this match was
1: storytelling. Yeah. They continued the and mentioned heavily the GCW storyline. Mm-hmm. The screw job had happened like f- f- six days before, five really? days before. That close? They mentioned it happened that mm-hmm. Sunday. I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah, or probably recently? Probably a week prior
2: or something. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then Ajay Gray, who got screwed, was in a match with RSP's cronies. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that going on. And then also Laney and G.P.A. being on the same match. Yeah. So there was a lot of storytelling about that, like kind of helping each other, but then G.P.A. ultimately. Being G.P.A. Being G.P.A. Um, and Laney G.P.A. did the throwout, like, you know, someone does a big move, they're mm-hmm. about to pin G.P.A. And throws it's, them out. Throws them mm-hmm. out, steals the win, and then he got thrown out. He
2: got thrown out by, by Laney and Laney picked up the win. Big win for Laney. Third consecutive. Mm-hmm. Third consecutive win at Freelance and might be her third appearance at Freelance. Maybe? Um, I don't know the stats on that, but it has to be pretty close.
1: Yeah. No, I I think that um, in terms of Laney in Freelance, there's still just a lot to be accomplished with yeah. her in that promotion. Mm-hmm. I agree. And um, I think when she just started getting hot, there was a lot of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. In the freelance, like, realm, and now that it's a new year, a lot has opened up, like, kind of feuds in, and and have kind of dissipated and ended, and now there's room for new feuds to start, and she could be in one of them.
2: Yep, and we'll, we'll talk about that shortly, once again. Uh, that, that match was followed by a singles match, Jesus Bryce with the following versus Acid Jazz.
1: Yeah, this made me like really appreciate Acid Jazz, man. Like I I think he get uh, he's he's obviously been wrestling in the scene for a while and like we haven't been in the we've been in the scene for what now that you mentioned like 3 4 years. Mm-hmm. Going to these shows and uh a lot he has history like he has a lot of history with James and James always mentions like you know, we used to do this th- this like this feud has happened before and like things like that and I think it just makes you appreciate Acid Jazz as just a really solid staple mm-hmm. to this roster and a really solid veteran because uh, he played the counterpart really well
2: Right to this match. Right. Um, so in this match, Jesus Bryce picks up the win, right? Mm-hmm. With Obviously with an interference by Elena Black and the following, um, it, where Lenny Luck comes in and kind of evens out the odds and takes Elena to the back. Right, Uh, which they have an ongoing thing also from their last time that they tagged together, right? Right. So Um, that is a hot feud right now in freelance. Right, and um, I I I thought it was like just a little. I don't know if they're little things, but just the detail, the things that Jesus Bryce does with this character, like even now, like putting a mask on, um, on Acid Jazz at the end of the match. Yeah, is that kind of like a last last chance to
1: join signal?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to see what the mask actually actually said. Okay, Cause it said something, but I didn't read what I couldn't read what it said. Okay, um, but yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's like a last offering, like come on board, or or if that's just the way he ends his opponents, and that means that's the end of that feud, and he's moving on to something better. Right. Um,
1: yeah, little things like. Being carried to the ring crucifix style. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Putting in the what, what looked to me like a razor's edge into yeah. his. No one does the razor's edge mm-hmm. in the indie scene, right? Right, because he mm-hmm. does the whole crucifix thing. Like, yeah. Makes sense. And then uh, one of my other favorite parts about this match was the world star comment by KML. Do you know what? what, what
2: when did it happen? I, I remember it, but I don't know. It really was
1: when... during a really stiff punch, I think.
2: Was it? Was it. Was that punch against Laney? No, that I think it was a Jazz and Bryce
1: yeah? interaction. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, so the World Star. So that was referring to
1: a hip hop website, right? And it was—I remember it being big when we were growing up. It's still around. It's still around. Yeah, it's still around. But I remember like f- there was a bunch of fight videos on it. It's mm-hmm. got
2: like r- it's got like viral content too. It's kind of like, right, kinda like right. a Vice-ish. Like when some shit, yeah. some crazy stuff happens, like there's somebody in the back shouting World Star. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So. Yeah, that popped me. Um but all right, you know like that yeah, I don't know I don't know what that means. If it means if that the feud's over or um you know or, or what that mask meant, but it left me intrigued for sure. I
1: noticed that one of the fo- one of the following members on the white masks was like around ringside
2: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks like maybe I think he's the one that carried him out to the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his unnamed henchman. Well, he brings them, you know, he brings a crowd of them sometimes. Like, yeah. when he made his first appearance, like, he was even walking on his own, you know, following people. Right. Like, so. Walking on water. <laughs> walking on water, or walking on the following. mm mm-hmm. um, So, third match in, this is the, it was announced as a triple threat match that turned into a four-way. Yes. This originally was Eric Cannon, Kobe thirst and Cody Lane. Mm-hmm but then we get the big shocker that there's a fourth man in and that guy is Josh Alexander the walking weapon the wa- the apparently weapons
1: are allowed in the <laughs> in the Logan Square Auditorium cuz they're one walked in yep and i think the the future possibilities like the north yep. being inserted into an extremely already strong tag division um Ethan Page spoiler alert is now free to Unless he wants a rematch, but he's free to now tag with tag, Josh. Yeah. And, and yeah.
2: Richard was talking about the power rankings, like the the tag division is pretty hot right now. And if you insert the north in there, it could get even hotter.
1: Yeah. They could go
2: straight to the top I mean, the north versus work horsemen. Insane. Well the workhorsemen split up already, right?
1: Oh, they did split up. The what? North versus Space Pirates would still be cool.
2: For sure. That would be a clash of styles. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like the, the possibilities are endless, um, especially with an upcoming match that Freelance is going to announce a tag match. It's pretty interesting, uh, which I'll, I'll mention it briefly. Which is uh, Space Pirates versus GPA and Jesus Bryce for the tag championships. What? So that hey, has this been announced on their social media channels? Uh, I am not sure, but okay. Nick gave me the rundown because I told him <laughs> okay. we're going to record today. So that's that's going to be announced for sure. And that's going to happen next month. Well, this, sorry, this upcoming show. Which is January 10th. Correct. So, yeah, so we need to get this um, out. Yeah,
1: we got a couple days. So, if you're <laughs> if you're listening to this, send the link to a friend and just say, tell them, like, hey, please share this or listen to it as soon as you can because we want to get as many people listening to it before yeah. the freelance show happens. So, once, once
2: you get to Logan Square with a new time and everything, you're ready and you know what's going on. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. So, that... In that match, Josh Alexander picked up the win. Uh, it was not surprising. He he shocked everybody from the be- from the get go. So, with him winning the match, you know, like nobody was ready for Josh Alexander. So, yeah, he took advantage of that and picked up the win. It would have been pretty deflating if he came out and just got his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, one of the notes that I put here is that Kmel Sterling and Zach Thompson, the commentators made it feel like it was a big thing outside of, you know, you saw the, the fan reaction, how they exploded when they saw him. Um, you know, it, it is a shocker because it's, you know, Chicago wrestling politics. You don't expect a talent like Josh Alexander to show up at Freelance. Right. No, it
1: definitely was. Absolutely.
2: Um, the Freelance World Tag Team Championship. It was, uh, this match was the Space Pirates versus KLD and Dan the Dad. Yeah, I think that
1: this. I think like the space pirates are too hot for are. for even Dan the dad's dadliness. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean they retained, it, and I think rightfully so. I think that it, it's going to take a team, maybe even like the North or someone who's going to have to rack up a bunch of wins before they're ready to take yeah. down.
2: Stat provided by Al, I believe, was the, uh, the the he mentioned that space pirates is their fourth successful defense. Yeah, he's they, a stat machine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Space Pirates defeated uh, the War Horsemen, Sea Stars, Rockness Monsters, and now no no friends to retain those titles. It would
1: be cool to put some of these stats. I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but some of these stats in like a Excel spreadsheet and see just like total matches, win percentage. Probably Darren Corbin would have like highest win percentage. He wins a lot. Yeah. Um, but just like stuff like that. So, yeah, but K-Mel's got all that stored in his noggin somewhere.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he has a, a notebook or a yeah. spreadsheet somewhere because, mm-hmm. yeah, he spits out stats like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and uh, Ref Nate are the stat guys that I, that I think of when I think of stats mm. for um, yeah. independent wrestling. That's in a Chicago. good one, too. Uh-huh. Um, we're not even at intermission yet, and we're at this no-holds-barred grudge match. Project Monix versus Isaias Velasquez with the Academy, the School, of the Stooges, the Breakout Stars of 2020, <laughs> whatever you want to name them. Um, you know, this was it was insane. Like, this was a crazy, crazy match. And I like the fact that it was a grudge match, so therefore Monix is not waiting in the ring for Isaiah's and his cronies to surround the ring. He went out there from the beginning right. and started kicking ass.
1: Right. Yeah, he took the fight to Isaiah's. Mm-hmm. It got real bloody. Uh, the announcers mentioned that he was it we- was literally wearing a crimson mask
2: yeah like that and it took the shape of his uh you know face today mask Absolutely. Which I thought that was cool
1: mm-hmm. He got busted open like hank 312. <laughs> two
2: Unbusted open radio on busted open radio uh,
1: there was that f- uh, fake injury spot with the X
2: yeah I know Rashad draw. had mentioned it on our previous episode and I still hadn't gotten into that part yet. But yeah, like I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really well done. It was it, I, the
1: well the one time Jimmy Jacobs did it at AW, like maybe a year oh, ago yeah. or something. Uh, that was also well done. And it kind of reminded me of that. And like
2: I don't know if you noticed, know but like okay, so the ref throws up the X, right? And sometimes you you know sometimes it's legit, sometimes it's not. You know they they do you know do it a lot, not a lot, but you see it often but the fact that they turned on the lights house lights the mm-hmm. house lights came on and everybody was like rushing to the ring like it just even just turning on and turning off the lights like they just made it feel very different absolutely yeah the light of the lights serious. was a
1: different element than that mm-hmm. jimmy jacobs thing i mentioned because mm-hmm. they AEW keeps the lights on Yep. this so that was a different element yeah that was cool
2: um and oh we, we also got to mention that the bang bros even things out here even though um the cronies, the school, the academy, uh, were kicked out, you know, or they, they were taken to the back by Monix, right? Right. Monix got rid of him early. They came mm-hmm. back out. And they came back out after that injury spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, August and Davy Bang came came back and, and even even things out. Even the odds. That's right. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, Monix ended up winning. Um,
1: he's going to be in a very important match coming up, Here we'll talk about.
2: For sure. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, I think this match, that, that match took us to intermission. They for sure had to clean up the ring. Like, oh, it was, yeah. It was a mess.
1: Tax and glass. And Tax,
2: glass, chairs, you name it. Uh, Daddy collar match. Effie versus I Candy Elliot.
1: This was my favorite match of the night. It was unlike really anything I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it had like all the spots that made this this rivalry so unique. Um, it had Effie, like, stealing a kiss from a, a person who, a fan who was going to kiss <laughs> That's right. Elliot on the cheek. And it was super creative, the, all the spots that they did with the collar. And, um... There was a spot where, mm-hmm.
2: where he was not a, a, Effie was in a submission, um, I Candy was not top of him. It was some sort of, like, a STF. Right. Kind of submission hold, crossface. face. And Effie uses the, the chain to choke Eye Candy out of the submission, yeah. which I thought that was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Like Just them being conscious that they had to use this this chain right. to their benefit, um, I think it was and because they didn't let me forget that they were tied up. Obviously, you see that, but sometimes right. it just gets in the way versus helping you win the match or make a different, you know.
1: Um, That's an awesome point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's an awesome point. It was always on your mind. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, how are they going to use this here? It was always an, an element.
2: Right. And I think the last bullet point I have here for that match is that Effie's legacy run has begun. Yeah. I, um, I was super excited. I, I didn't know who was going to be a good contender to take that title for eye candy, but if there's somebody that, that can't hold that title, I'm 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 glad it's Effie.
1: I'm glad it is too. I hope I know he's a, he's a super busy guy. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I hope he's got those freelance dates marked down because we want to see <laughs> we him. We want and, to see him, and we, and and it, you know, title runs can lack if the person isn't there. But to his sure. benefit, he's getting booked everywhere because he's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, let's just hope that, you know, he can do so many amazing things with so. There's so many people on the roster he hasn't wrestled yet. True. So it's like really cool to, to be excited about that.
2: Um, we upcoming we have a sixth. Six-man tag match, which is the Take It Home Wreckers Kenny, versus Kenny Sutra and the Four Star Heroes. Kenny Sutra introducing the Four Star Heroes as his backup, I guess, because he had to find partners. Last time, he couldn't yeah. find any they partners. Missed, they within, were kind of mystery yeah. guests, right? Mystery, With, yeah. mystery partners. Um, and uh, last time, Kenny Sutra took, you know, picked up the win by pinning McFinnigan. And this time around, he picked up the win by pinning uh, Bucky Collins. So he still needs to get his hands on um, on Corbin.
1: Yeah, then that, that's who he's wrestling. Uh, we'll get to that, but he he's been like kind of having to knock them out one by one. Mm-hmm. You know, separate them because together they're strong. But if you can you can single them out individually, you can you can take out the take it home records one by one. But yep. he's got the big dog, Mister <laughs> Highest Winning Percentage, probably right. next. So.
2: And, and I thought it was cool that the four-star heroes got to wrestle on that last show of the year. Like, I think it was a nice touch. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the main event, it was the Freelance World Championship match. All-Ego Ethan Page, the champion, versus Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. And this was a rematch. Long overdue. Uh, you made most of the notes on this match, but... And I, it kind of spoiled it a little bit for me, because I think we are watching it at the same time. Yeah, so you today. were you were ahead, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn it, this is happening! Like, damn <laughs> it!
1: <laughs> yes, because you know if you use Google Docs, yeah, you can edit the same document in real time. That's right, from different computers in different places, and yeah. So the match was gonna start with two uh, a senior official, two Juice Andy Long, yeah. as the referee, and Kylie requested, requested. he get kicked kicked out.
2: Yeah, she requested a different ref, and I think it made sense.
1: Right, because of that controversial finish in November.
2: Right. Um, You know, but at the end, Kylie, uh, not Kylie, uh, two Jews did the right thing, came in when there was no ref, and called it down the middle. And redeemed himself. That's right. Kylie ended up
1: using a low blow at one point to pick up a fall, to even it to one to one mm -hmm. And then she reversed a big boy bomb into her submission.
2: That's right, to pick up the win. So Ethan tapped out, and you have a two-time champ and kylie um I, I don't know who who what what happens next i don't think ethan you know it's it's in that uh in that spot anymore for a runner-up or anything like that well um, funny that you asked mm-hmm. friday january 10th new start time right 2020 a freelance odyssey doors open at seven bell time at eight bell time at eight it usually starts it's at nine it's music to my ears so yeah, hopefully, hopefully um, that means that uh, I'll be in bed a little earlier. Yeah, um, but if not, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> um, the
1: so to answer your question, who is Kylie gonna wrestle next for the belt? It's
2: gonna be determined in this scramble match.
1: Yeah, scramble A scramble, ma- a scramble m- putting emphasis on a scramble match meaning something. Yeah, which is a cool. That the freelance does that a lot. They're doing it again. Winner earns a freelance championship shot that night. The people in this match, Gregory Iron, Danhausen. Love that Danhausen. Cody Lane. Asset Jazz. Kobe Durst. There's eight people in this Project Monix, The Golden Gun Mark Wheeler. Once again, we know they allow weapons in the Logan Square Auditorium. And Atticus Kogar.
2: Bro, I don't I don't know. Like So if if you know, Kobe Durst, I think he's well, deserving of a, of a of a title shot if he pulls this victory, he really is. Um, you know, Gregory Iron, he's been put to the test last year. Uh, Denhausen making his appearances at Freelance, like, I, I don't know if, if he he's ready for a title shot yet. Um, also, another guy that we can say that he's done the time is Acid Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the hot name here for me is Monix yeah
1: that would have to be my pick as well
2: now you know who do we cheer for all these guys
1: all these competitors putting the Smarky Smark Fedora on for a second Mm -hmm. I think Monix wins a scramble does not win the belt at the end of the night
2: yeah I think yeah I think you're right um but it'll definitely make a make a great match between those two
1: yeah yeah, that's kind of your your two extreme baby faces. Mhm. It's I'm so I'm going to compare it to a match. Okay. I'm going to I'm am carrying it to a match because when I was growing up and it was Austin versus Rock, mm-hmm. all my friends are like who who do we cheer for? Mm-hmm. Who do who, everyone loves Austin, everyone loves Rock. When you have a two extreme baby faces like Kylie and Monix, who
2: do, do, do you cheer for? for? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who to cheer for. My uh, with uh Austin and The Rock, like uh, the other friend that I would watch wrestling with, he was The Rock 100%, so I was like, "Fuck, yeah, it's easy. I'm stone cold all the way." Okay. In this case, you have to find an, an- you have to find yeah. an anti-pair.
1: You can whichever <laughs> one you but take, at this point, <laughs> I'll take the other one. <laughs>
2: I can't pick. It's, yeah. It's going to be hard, but we'll see who wins that match, but somebody out of this scramble is going to have double duty that night.
1: Yep. Um yeah, I love that Danhausen's there, so I think that's cool. Yeah,
2: it, would it be his uh, debut at Freelance Wrestling? No, know. I know he was at Underground recently, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. As Danhausen, new version Danhausen, mm-hmm. like it might be his debut. Oh yeah. Um, all right, so upcoming we have a singles match: Eric Cannon versus Isaias Velasquez.
1: Yeah, the historians yeah. on Twitter have told me that this has happened before. mm Hmm and um
2: war of the vets
1: war of the yeah war of the this, this is, is like two heartbeats of freelance going yeah. at it thumping together thumping and bumping
2: the heart versus the ace
1: yes Ooh, right you just turned it into a car joke or yes. comparison that's
2: exactly what i tried doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was good uh, so uh we mentioned richard talking about the grudge match uh, this is a grudge match that's happening. Kenny Sue versus Darren Corbin, one on one. Finally getting his hands on him. So grudge match entails—it's labeled as a grudge match. I don't is know that what no that means. DQ? I know we had a grudge match uh, last show, and that entailed a bunch of weapons and interference. Okay. Um, I don't know if that those rules apply here as well, but it was—it's labeled as a grudge match. Hey man, I think Darren Corbin is a sneaky fox.
1: And he ends up getting a lot of victories, as we said. So I think if you gotta use chairs, doors, to do it,
2: McFinnigan or Bucky Collins.
1: Yeah, Kenny's gonna have to bring some backup. Yeah, four star heroes are gonna have to come in to come through again. He he needs to go out there and make friends. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to go out there and make friends. Um, But it's gonna be a He's got a difficult task ahead of him. So
2: for sure. Uh, Legacy Championship match: Fe versus Dan the Dad.
1: Yeah, this is two huge personalities clashing.
2: Yeah, I hope they give them some mic time here.
1: This oh, would be a good mic time yes. uh, match. Um, let what the, do you think about that? The, the Dad characters Dad do their thing.
2: Getting another title shot. Like, he had a title shot for the tag titles last time. Now he has a, t- a shot at the legacy championship.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think that I think there's the Dan the Dad character is so hot right now that. And it Effie turn is hot all the time. Effie is gorgeous.
2: So I don't know. I think this is this is going to be like you said. I think this is a good opportunity to to give him some mic time. Yeah, I love pre mic.
1: I don't know if there was enough of that. War is inevitable. I know we're trying to get the show along.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> am I contradicting myself? No, I don't like long drawn out shows, but I, there's sometimes sometimes you got to put a mic in some people's hands. Yeah, I think
2: I think yeah, especially with these two characters. Like yeah. if you have them on on you know set up for a match like give him the mic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if
1: uh, I don't know if like since Dan the Dad has been at freelance cuz we only know him cuz we know him cuz we're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But like your casual freelance wrestling fans need I, to be I, introduced I, to his, yeah, that's his true. dad jokes and shit like that. Right? Maybe.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Um, what do I know? Singles Talk match. Me. This is another you'd say grudge match or revenge or something like they they have a thing going on. Elena Black versus Laney Luck. Yeah, Newcomer of the Year. Newcomer of the Year. Congrats to Elena Black.
1: Elena Black versus um, Ultra on Fire, Laney Luck.
2: Everybody's favorite unicorn. Yep. Laney Luck. So, yeah, I think this is going to be... I think this is a great way to showcase a women's match at Freelance. Absolutely. These are your top two local, you know, and not so local because they've been, you know, doing a lot of traveling or so, but... For us, they feel like homegirls. Yeah. Us, so.
1: This feels like a number two number. If there was like a women's, there isn't a women's division, but like in terms of like ranking, the, the this would be like Kylie number one. Right. And then Lainey and Elena are like right there.
2: The, um, have you gotten a chance to listen to the end year review for Freelance? Uh, with? Uh, I, I was listening to it. Uh, not all of it. But I listened to... My Violet Tendencies with Mad Nicks.
1: Yeah, my Violet... Let's plug that. My Violet mm-hmm. Tendencies. Not Violent. Not Violent.
2: Violet, as in the color that's, like, purple.
1: Right. <laughs> if you listen to our 2019 re- year review, we talked a lot about Freelance um, and some other stuff, and they had one as well. Mm-hmm. It, they being Nix, Sterling, KML, Kirby, Val. And Val, yep. Yep. Um, and they spent a lot more time behind the curtain... And then we do and oh, or yeah. all the time yeah and, and then, uh, they got different pr- perspectives I, th- I think you should go check that episode out if you haven't
2: yep and the reason I brought that up is because Val brought up the idea just threw it out there that freelance might want to think about a woman's title and I honestly had mixed feelings about it um, because we know that Kylie's the champion like if you have a women's belt can they not no longer compete for the freelance title? Like, but you know, she, she went into it and she had some good points. Okay. So I, I'm still not sure if I want that, but I definitely want more women to go and wrestle at freelance.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this is, this is, that was my, when I filled out the Lancys, mm-hmm. that was my measurable suggestion. If you remember, if you recall from a right. 2019 episode, at least two women involved in matches per show. Right. And the, so this would fulfill it because we have the singles match and then we have Kylie at the end. So, that's right. Uh, and and that's at least. So, yeah, I think this is great.
2: All right. Uh, Tag team match. and Page and Alex Olsen versus Rob- Eagle, Robert Anthony, and Frank the Clown. The Yardy Boys are back. Oh, that's right. That's what they went by, yeah. uh, the yardie Boys. Um, and, well... Frank the Clown is back, I guess. I think this is like a fourth or fifth official match, he said. Okay. begin getting some training
1: from Robert Eagle and Anthony, who is, as you know, like knows his shit. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I'm picking my nose right in front of you. Do you, do you <laughs> see that? Okay. I see it. They don't. That's a terrible... Ha- well, now you know. That's a terrible habit.
2: Um, Where were we? Taxi match. Ricochet, <laughs> Paige, Alex Sultan, the Yardie Boys versus Eagle, Robert Anthony, and Frank the Clown.
1: Yeah, this could be really interesting. Um, I want to see some some swanton bombs from the Yardi yeah. boys.
2: Swanton bombs some Frank the clown.
1: What if RSP sat on the second rope and threw Olsen into a swanton bomb?
2: Oh, I think you just call their high spot. They're they're probably gonna do that. That's. You <laughs> but know that I'm, would be awesome. That's free advice. <laughs> <laughs> free consultations. Yeah, um, and, uh,
0: it's it's
1: kind of they're t- officially tagging together now, so it is a team now. It's not just Frank with e- mm-hmm. or ego with Frank. It's a team.
2: Right, and the tag match that I had mentioned, Space Pirates versus Jesus Bryce and GPA, tag team match for the titles. It's a little random. It's a little random, but like, just just think about the possibilities of Jesus Bryce and GPA winning those tag titles. Like, it it would have to be just crazy nonsense because the Space Pirates have been on a tear. But if they somehow pull out the win, having these two, or. Two or more, because the following I'm sure is gonna come with Jesus Bryce walking free around. Free bird. With, yeah, free birding that those t- those tag titles. It it could open a lot of possibilities. There,
1: yeah, I there's a lot of potential for not only the interactions between Bryce and GPA, but those two versus a plethora
2: of opponents. Mm-hmm. I just use the word plethora. Plethora. Um, the main event, as we mentioned, is gonna be Kylie the current freelance world champion against whoever wins that initial scramble thats going to that should open up the show, I believe. Yeah. Um,
1: so I, think, I think my pick's on Monix. And I think Kylie retains. I think she might have a long run ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so make sure you get your tickets for uh, 2020, A Freelance Odyssey, Friday, January 10th. Mm-hmm get your tickets at freelancewrestling.com. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would love to see from once again putting in my smarky smart fedora
1: on like just see from Kylie's run is have her have her just run, run have her wrestle more of like your deserving mid-carders rather than bringing in a bunch of people one time just to kind of wrestle her. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I know she had a really short run last time and that was because she was she was doing other things. But, it like, this is kind of cool. I like the way that they're doing it now, where it's, mm-hmm. like, a deserving... Per, like, uh, you win the scramble. Yeah, you mm-hmm. win the scramble, and a lot of people who are in that scramble have been on a lot of shows. Right. And now you get to... Because then it just feels like this person could topple her. Right. Kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of bringing in, oh, an awesome star, but this person's probably just here for, like, one month. One of the show, year, yeah. And yeah, kind of thing.
2: I also listed some of the... Uh, Landsea winners that they have announced thus far, which is the favorite newcomer of 2019. We already mentioned that, which is Elena Black. Congrats! Uh, show of the year goes to War Is Inevitable, which we just talked about. Okay, uh, I w- I was
1: on, Val was on the boat as me, where uh, we picked Sleepless in Chicago. Sleepless the f- in Chicago, the February show where mm-hmm. she beat or Kylie beat Isaiah. So that was shout out to Val for for great <laughs> Take a single likes. Mm-hmm.
2: Funniest moment of the year goes to Joey Ryan pulls socks sock out of eye candies, I uh, candy Elliot's trunk. I don't remember this. That I was, don't remember it either. I don't remember this. But I hey, wanted it to happens. go back and look for it. Yeah, but,
1: we need footage of it.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll, it I'll find it, and if I or if I find it, <laughs> I'll make a GIF out of it and post it because it has to be somewhere out there.
1: And oh. mm-hmm. I sorry, and I think that's all that's been announced, right? Unless. That's all that's
2: been announced. I think that's the entire show. I mean. I know it's a new start, but that doesn't mean that the show goes on forever. So far, it's, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven matches. Okay. Uh, with an intermission, and hopefully, oh, no, I was going to say hopefully some boogie dogs, but boogie dogs already said that they're not going to be there that, yeah. that weekend. Well, it's all well, good. It's all good. We'll survive. We'll, you know, there'll be modelos, so we'll hang on to that. And, yeah, make sure you get out there. 2020 Freelance odyssey 2020 freelance
0: odyssey
1: there's some other shows coming up isn't there
2: yeah i listed uh, upcoming wrestling shows because seems like january is going to be a busy month but there and are some. 2020 is going to be a big year 2020 is going to be a big year mm-hmm. um so upcoming wrestling shows freelance wrestling uh 2020 or freelance odyssey we just mentioned take a shot every time i said that i think it would be pretty toasty <laughs> uh, you've been do you, i don't think you've flubbed that title yet not yet show. don't, not don't yet. jinx it All i right. think it's the last time we say it we so. still have to do
1: the <laughs> recap of it so so you yeah can flub it
2: that happens on january 10th it's a friday uh then the sunday following that it's Lucha libre january 12 2020 puma king will be here for that talia hall and it's gonna be at talia hall uh-oh interesting oh i have i think i have D that day uh, well i don't know what i have talia hall <laughs> shows are fun though yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the rumor too. That's, I've, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there. <laughs> no, neither have I. But I, I mean, anything Italia Hall period mm-hmm. is fun. Cello Pro I'm trying to say. Uh, versus Journey Pro, which we talked to Matt Bacalling. You'll hear that episode shortly in yeah. the upcoming days. Yeah, this will roll off first, and then we'll roll the other one out. True. Um, Kingdom Come, that's Friday, January seventeenth, in Overland Park, Kansas. Kansas
1: City? No. It's no. in the state of Kansas. Okay, west of Kansas That's right. City.
2: He said a suburb of Kansas. Yes. Um, suburb a- of Kansas City. Yes. Yes. Not Chicago. <laughs> yes. Cello <laughs> yeah. so, will come to Chicago at some point. They will. Um, AAW on New Dawn Friday, January twenty fourth at the Logan Square Auditorium. Yep. Freelance Underground. This is in February, but I figured it was early February, so I why not mention it? As the show is called, we're just getting started. And that happens on a Saturday at... Oh, that is, that is not in Itesca. That is in Joliet. Joliet. 826 Horseshoe Drive, Joliet, Illinois.
1: We're just getting started. They're just getting started. Yes. February 8th. Just getting started. I wonder who came up with that title. We have to ask.
2: Yeah. We got to tally it up. Keep, mm-hmm. keep, keep the tab open for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Warrior Wrestling is having Warrior Wrestling 8 on Saturday, February 15th, 2020, the day after Valentine's Day uh, at Mary Catholic High School.
1: Should be a banger.
2: Yeah, it's it's you know, a lot of, a lot of shows. I'm sure there's more that I did not add it to the list, but you know, there's there's enough wrestling to go out there. Um I think somewhere around it's it I think I just mentioned the AEW pay per view. That's happening on the twenty something of February. The twenty something? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The twenty something. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, a lot of wrestling. Um, I did go to. When is that happening? I believe it's like 22nd. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. This is a leap year. That's right. Are you looking for it? 20. Is it happening on the 29th? Revolution? Yeah, Revolution. The 29th? I think so. Oh. You said that like you, you had already found it. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to mention that I had gone out to the uh, AAW Wendy City Classic okay and like it was that it was a pretty fun show but i had not been in a front row seat in in forever
1: before you start aew revolution aew revolution february 29th yes 29th there you go it's a leap year
2: it's a leap year um and so about that alan hooked me up with some tickets for that so i'll be out there a revolution revolution cool um how was wendy city classic front row it was it was pretty cool bro like like, I don't know if it was that, like, that I was front roll or whatever, like, the show was great, but it, yeah. like, it just felt experienced, like, it felt like I was experiencing the show differently. Okay. So. More like, up
1: close and personal?
2: Yeah, I guess so. Statlander, like, really, like, I was like, yeah, she's getting a lot of buzz and she's good, but, like, seeing her live again and, and everything, like, I really, I'm like, okay, I'm done with her, like, let's let's see more of her. Yeah. And I know she's, you know, going to be pretty busy. Now that she signed with AEW, yeah, um, the whole Mansur winning uh, the, their their title like that was pretty interesting. So I'm, yeah, I'm you know for that for the main event, um, I was standing on the side talking with Trent, and then you know he makes his little um, you know congratulatory speech at the end, and he invites people over to the ring, and Trent's like and because I'm talking to Trent, I'm also not listening too much of what he's saying, and Trent's like go up there, bro, go up there. I'm like, wait, what? And then I see Andrew, like, by himself. Like, he jumps into the ring. And then they're like, yeah, people go up there. And everybody just went into the ring. So I go into the ring, too. And from what they say, like, the people that were out, outside the ring, from the outside, that it looked like the ring was going to cave in. Oh, shit. Um, which I'm like shit, knowing that. Like I like just imagine if that would have happened. You're like, all lifting up Manser as he yeah, won the belt. Yeah, ball, at right? some point we end up li- lifting him. Uh-huh. Um, I lose my hat. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> no, no. Well, for uh- <laughs> a minute, for a minute, I, I got it back. Uh, I lost a couple pins, I think. Oh uh, shit. Well, I think I the only one I lost lost was uh, a green goes. Oh fuck. So it's it's not a hard to get. Like I'm sure I can hit him up for it. Yeah. Like, that whole um, AEW show, I think, AAW show, it was, it, I think it was great. If you have not watched it, it's, I think, 12 bucks on Fight TV. Yeah.
1: I know um, Paco got dethroned.
2: That that was the shitty part. We re- we released
1: the episode of the 2019 year in review where I said Paco's going to run the table, but he had already yeah. been dethroned when he released the episode. Uh,
2: yeah. Now we <laughs> got to do hashtag repush Paco.
1: Hashtag repush Paco. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's going to be the hashtag going forward now.
1: Yeah um but yeah three new champs i think manser winning the ball was unexpected mm-hmm. was he was uh fatu not able to make it or what was the, the yeah, switch on the fan? uh
2: and the bsb boys have said it under i always say bsb boys but it's the backstage boys right Cause if i say bsb boys it's you're like adding an boys extra twice. b yeah you know and basil gets mad about those glms <laughs> and, and glmts all the acronyms that i give out he don't like Right, but um, yeah,
1: and if you're looking for like AEW recaps, Backstage Boys is the podcast. Yep, right? yeah,
2: yep. we mentioned yep. the the Juice Pro guys in Indiana talking oh, about yeah. Black Label Pro, and mm-hmm. I think uh, the Backstage Boys is definitely the the guys to go to for AEW.
1: Absolutely, um, but yeah, he did. He didn't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying he, to get any, yeah, anything. Yeah, no, he did, they mentioned that he just okay. did a,
2: a no show. He just no showed AEW. Like the the last time that happened, like there was a reason for him not showing up. Yeah. And then this time is like they just were expecting him. He said he was gonna be there, and he just no showed. So that sucks. But but I also you know talking to Trent, that's is what I was yeah. talking about when I was you know with him during the main event is that it made sense that Mansur happened to be that person because he got reinstated you know because of Good Brother Number Three right in his match with um, was that earlier that night? Yeah, that was earlier okay. that night. So Good Brother Number Three wins, and therefore your your challenger against alexander josh alexander is uh mance warner yeah so it made sense story-wise and i think the crowd was super happy and then the fact that we all got in the ring like it, it was just a cool moment
1: that is cool yeah, yeah.
2: um but yeah man i have i have not watched any wrestling 2020 uh, okay. i did not watch any of the wrestle kingdoms
1: no neither uh, I. I know nido's so, got two belts
2: two belt nido yeah mm-hmm. and i saw uh I don't think that that was not Wrestle Kingdom, but I know Thunder Rosa is in Japan and she won uh, some title. Okay. Uh, so congrats to her. She was really proud of that. I think yeah. she's the first non-Japanese or maybe the first Mexican woman to win a title in that promotion.
1: Oh, cool. So. Breaking barriers there.
2: Right. So, yeah, like, we'll, we'll see. I still have to, you know, what I'm going to do with the with the book that you gave me with, for my note taking like every show that I go to in twenty twenty, I'm gonna to try to pick out a match and write about it there. That is so. why
1: I got to give you a book, cause it it could be content. <laughs> it, right, right.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to you know just January alone for now. Like there's a lot of wrestling.
1: One day at a time. One day at a time. We are ready. We're good.
2: We're we're pro- we're we're right on the spot, bro.
1: Yeah, and we're already seven days into this year. So. Yeah, get your shit rocking and rolling get ready for some uh, lots of stuff, this year's going to fly by I know it, I know it is it, yeah. l- l- every year flies by and uh, yeah, let's just enjoy it while we got it yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's a big year
1: that's the rumor that's right, mm-hmm. alright
2: you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Two Heels and Face you can go to our website, Um if you got content if you want to push stuff out there um, you know feel free to send the email to charlie at info at com. <laughs> it's both of us it's bro. both of us but you I'll know. probably respond and you know he'll probably respond um, what else prowrestlingtees.com slash Yes. yes uh, wrestlingwithunicorns.org we got our pins out there and obviously the unicorns have their merch that you can check out also mm-hmm. um, you know for this year leave us a review I haven't seen reviews, um, and that might be nice just to hear from some people. Absolutely. Um, rate, review, subscribe, do all those things, but what can they do there, Charlie?
1: iTunes would help the most with reviews. That's right. So do those there. SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, a bunch of other stuff. If we aren't on one... Let us know. Let us know, and Chris will probably figure out a way to get us on there. Yeah. And definitely when you're letting us know use the hashtag beat of gpa and use the hashtag re-push Paco.
2: Re-push Paco.
1: Mm-hmm. let's get that belt back
0: now i'm back on dead so shouting what the fuck you want hurry talking shit but this <laughs> ain't what the fuck you want lock my ceo now it's back to coca niggas talking shit bro hang them by the rope